Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Hope you all had a great Friday out there. The market tried to give us all a bit of a good weekend here as we uh, finished well off the lows of the day today. We got a strong smart money hour. Uh, and if really, if you didn't watch the markets at all today, you're probably thinking that it was really just a pretty boring day out there as we really finished pretty flat on the day today. But if you saw today's action, you'd realize that that was actually a pretty big win on the day today because out of the gate, it looked like the markets wanted to show some strength. We were positive this morning, but that did not last very long at all as we quickly got to the lows of the day, taking the S&P 500 down from its uh, all-time high earlier in the year, down 20%, which as market watchers measure it, that is officially bear market territory. But as I mentioned, we got a strong smart money hour taking us well off the lows of the day, getting the S&P back above that 20% level there. Uh, you know, so that adds some encouragement to the day-to-day. -day. Like I said, we'll take it as a win today, but it doesn't change the fact that this does now make seven to eight straight weeks of stock market losses, depending on which index you are looking at. And of course, we find that out. That happens on the same day that we find out the national average for gasoline prices just hit an all-time national average high as well at $4.59 per gallon on its way likely to $5 a gallon nationwide. And I say that because as we've seen seven to eight straight weeks of stock market losses, you know, there might have been a guy who warned us about this before, but people didn't like the color of his skin, so people didn't really listen to his warning. They didn't like the way that he tweeted, so they didn't care to listen to him. A little bit of, uh, just a little bit of a joke there. That man was Donald Trump predicting that if Biden was elected, the stock market would crash and gas would hit $5 a gallon. And man, has he been proven right time and time again throughout the first year and a few months of this administration uh, looks to be more and more right every day. And now you've got some major people stepping on board to say that, yeah, he was right. One of those people being Elon Musk, who we, you know, I think a lot of people realize this man's a humanist. He believes in the future of humanity, wants to do great things. Um, you know, and like most people who want to do good things, you have some liberal tendencies uh, absolutely. You know, I, I think that there's always the answer always lies somewhere in the middle. But Elon Musk saying now that he'll be voting Republican in future elections. It seems that there will be a whole lot of people who may be following him and switching their vote. And now if you think I'm just getting off on a tangent, I do have a way to tie this in. So bear with me here because the midterms about six months away now cannot get here soon enough. And the good news about the midterms coming is that the stock market is a discounting mechanism. We talk about that here often. The market's always looking three, six, nine months, even sometimes a year ahead of today's action. 
So every day closer to the midterms brings with it potential optimism for the market. If we can get a switch in the House and the Senate uh, to Republican heavy, then that greatly limits the damage that this administration can do, limits the amount of regulations they can pass, uh, the amount of unnecessary spending that they can pass. Uh, so now, as we see it, is not the time for pessimism, folks. That was weeks ago. Remember, the best time to be a buyer, as always, the age-old adage here, is when there's blood in the streets. And throughout the history of the U.S. stock market, every sell-off we've ever had, every bear market, every new low, there has not been a single one that wasn't eventually followed by fresh all-time highs. Now, sometimes that can take months, sometimes it can take years, we've, but we've always gotten back to all-time highs. And you could say, you know, maybe this time will be different. You can always say that about everything. But we here at the VRA have faith in the resilience of the American people here, the resilience of the American economy, uh, regardless of what our corrupt government may be doing, may be up to. Uh, you know, it's always darkest just before the dawn. So long-term thinking here pays off. This is the time, you know, if you have a long-term approach, this is the time you want to be adding. We're big believers here in dollar cost averaging your long-term positions. And if you have the confidence to be doing so now, even if you don't get the exact bottom, over the long term, you will be rewarded for your patience. Uh, like I said, that could be months. It could be a year from now. Uh, and hopefully you're thinking even longer term than that. Uh, that's been our strategy here. Big believers in monthly dollar cost averaging. Uh, but certainly seems like we're getting to a blood in the streets in a moment. If we're not already there, we've certainly entered extreme fear mode in all of our sentiment surveys, the AAII, fear and greed. Actually, let's see where the fear and greed finished today. Finished actually up or down one on the day, right in 11. But remember, we did hit a six last week, just not too long ago. Uh, that is you know, one of the lowest readings we've seen since coronavirus insanity, since December 2018, and before that, uh, the financial crisis as well. Uh, so the one for today, though, one we don't talk about as much, but in addition to what we're seeing in our other sentiment surveys, we just got back the Bank of America Survey of Global Money Managers, and they just hit their most bearish level they've been at in the last 25 years just the eighth time since that survey began that they have been this bearish so you know and it turns out when you go back and look at those other times when they have been this bearish it's another great contrarian indicator here it's been a fantastic time to start owning stocks when they get to this level take a look at this over the next year when this survey has been this bearish, the markets have gone up over the next year 100% of the time, eight out of eight times, with the best return being over 160% following the financial crisis. And over the next five years, investors on average for all eight have more than doubled their money. So another great contrarian indicator. We love looking at those here. Uh, so we here at the VRA, remain not only long-term bullish on U.S. stocks, but on the economy as well. Again, the midterms, getting to the midterms, 
uh, and a few other aspects that I won't get into here today is what we really can't wait for here. But covering, going back to the markets here, as I mentioned earlier, we got a good amount of optimism here into the, into the close, finishing well off the lows of the day, managed to get back to positive on both the Dow and the S&P, strong smart money hour, just what you want to see. We didn't get to the highs of the day at the end, but hey, it looked a whole lot worse about midday today, so we'll take it. Uh, the Dow did lead the way, just basically flat, up 0.03% or 8 points on the day to 31,261. Next up, the S&P 500, as I mentioned earlier, did slip into bear market territory today off 20% from its all-time high. Ended up pretty much flat on the day, up half a point or 0.01% to 3,901. Next up with the small caps down 0.17% to 1,773. And lastly, the NASDAQ down three-tenths of 1% to 11,350. Four. Looking at our internals on the day today, you know, for a day that we spent most of the day in the red, these really were not, really weren't terrible readings at all. Declining stocks did beat out advancing stocks, but you know, nothing crazy here. Just a couple hundred issues on each. New 52-week highs and lows do continue to be our weak spot, but think about how much they've improved in just a week. Last week we saw over 1,300 stocks hitting 52-week lows on the NASDAQ. Today wasn't great, but still much better than that with 478 stocks hitting 52-week lows on the NASDAQ and 364 hitting 52-week lows on the NYSE. And finally, volume, very similar to the rest of our internals, came in negative for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ, but could have been a whole lot worse. We didn't see anything like two to one negative readings here either. Looking at our sectors on the day today, you might've thought, that it, it was a better day than it was. We finished with six out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. We were led by healthcare, real estate, energy, and actually technology finished higher on the day, which I found a little surprising after the NASDAQ finish was our laggard on the day, but the semis also were able to finish up just barely, pretty much flat, but barely up on the day. They also held their lows uh, from last week as well. So we want to continue to see those lows hold here. And then our laggards for our sectors uh, were consumer discretionary, industrials, and materials. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch gold now up uh, about 1 point, excuse me, 0.14% and managing it got back above its 200 day moving average yesterday held on to it again today at $1,843 an ounce. We need to see seven trading sessions above that level, uh, but this is a group we remain long-term bullish on as well. And let me uh, check one more thing before I get to the next one. All right, so silver also down, or excuse me, gold was up, silver down seven-tenths of 1% to $21.74 a pound. Copper now up just about half a percent to $4.30 a pound and oil up seven-tenths of 1% to $110 a barrel. Finally for today, Bitcoin had a volatile session today, but well off the lows right now, still down 2.1% on the day to 29,330 a Bitcoin. 
Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.